And I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area, and I was one of the guards, and there were a lot of, there was a three-meter board. And you fell off sideways, you landed on the damn, uh, the darn cement over there. <laughs> and Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, yeah, he, and back in those days, you show how things have changed. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Daddy, I'm scared. Hello. <laughs> that man is apparently the president of the United States. And on today's episode of the Rubin Report, we will be doing a dissection of the nonsense over the last couple of days, the crazy statements that he has made, the misremembering, the media cover-ups, the complete collapse of any belief that this guy is in charge. That's what's going on. I'm Dave Rubin. It's March 29th, 2022. We're live streaming on Rumble, Blaze TV, and on YouTube. And uh, yeah, you know, yesterday we mostly covered the Oscars smack. And I said it on the show yesterday, and I did see that a lot of you agreed with me. Like, I just don't know that it was real. I don't know that it was real. But what a perfect distraction it was from the disaster, the abject disaster that Joe Biden was over the weekend with a couple speeches and press conferences. It's just extraordinary. So that's what we're going to be doing today. And we've got we've got some great videos for you today. Like, strap yourself in get yourself your coffee or your tequila, whatever you need, because uh, we got a big one for you today. Uh, quick reminder, guys, Don't Burn This Country comes out on April 12th. You can get your copy right now at daverubin.com slash book. That is where all the links are, so you can get it from Barnes & Noble, or you can get it from Amazon or your local bookstore, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going on tour. I'm going to be out there with the people. As you know, it starts on April 18th in Orlando, we have a big guest that I think I can announce tomorrow. I think so. I'm working on it, people. Please, there's been some scheduling stuff. I think it's going to happen. April 18th in Orlando is where we kick this thing off. Then April 19th in West Palm Beach with Donald Trump Jr. April 20th in Clearwater, Florida with Benny Johnson from Turning Point. April 21st with Andrew Claven from The Daily Wire. April 22nd with the incredibly curious Michael Malice in Atlanta, Georgia. April 23rd, Yanmi Park. Uh, who's just an extraordinary human being in Chicago. April 24th, my man Glenn Beck in Dallas. April 25th, Megan McCain in Washington, D.C. in the heart of the swamp. April 26th, we're in West Nyack with Megan Kelly. May 11th in Brea, California with Dennis Prager. May 12th, Larry Elder in Oxnard, California. May 15th, San Jose will announce the guest on that one. I hope we can do it by tomorrow. May 16th, the next senator from Arizona, Blake Masters, and May 18th in Denver. And I hopefully we can announce the guest on that one very shortly too. You can go to daverubin.com slash events. And I'm looking forward to seeing you good people. And we've got the books and they look good and they feel good. They got pages and words and stuff. 
You're going to dig it, people. All right. Before we get to the big show, I want to talk to you guys real quick about Genucel. You know, how old does your mirror say you are when you glance in that mirror? Ladies and gentlemen, you can delay this question for 5, 10, or even 15 years with the new Ultra Retinol Serum from Genucel. Thanks to Genucel's new Ultra Retinol Cream, see all the skin healing benefits of retinol and the hydrating effects of hyaluronic acid without the harsh irritation. Look at that lady. Genucel's Retinol Alternative Cream uses clinical concentrations of a natural alternative to correct red inflamed skin, visibly reduce wrinkles, and even out skin tone. Made for sensitive skin, it's effective hydration for all skin types and perfect for both men and women. If there's a difference between men and women, I don't want to get booted from YouTube. This incredibly powerful anti-wrinkle treatment is packed with a blend of natural ingredients that give your skin all the benefits of retinol without any of the unwarranted or unwanted irritation. Go to genucel.com slash Dave now for up to 50% off the brand new ultra retinol cream. You'll be amazed with the results or get your money back. You'll also get Genucel's immediate effects for results in 12 hours or less, absolutely free with your order. That's an $89 value. Go to genucel.com slash Dave. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dave. Free express shipping, free returns, exquisite customer service. Genucel.com slash Dave. And now back to me. Okay. Joe Biden is the elderly man pretending to be president. I don't think that anyone who has their head on straight really thinks that he is in charge, that he is really making the decisions. We've all seen the videos where he often says, oh, they don't want me talking about this or they don't want me taking any other questions. And it's like, who is they? I don't know. Is it the Obama people? Is it the lizard people? I have no idea. But someone is in charge of Joe Biden. He is too old and too confused and too muddled and too compromised to honestly be in charge of anything at this point. Well, now we've got this Russia-Ukraine war. Remember they ushered that thing right in as we closed up the first season of COVID. We'll be bringing back the second season in a couple months, I think, right before the election. Um, Well, we have this Russia-Ukraine situation and the administration, the messaging from this administration has been all over the place all over the place. Sanctions work, sanctions don't work. We're not arming people, we are arming people. We like a no-fly zone, we hate a no-fly zone. Uh, We're gonna get rid of Putin, we're not gonna get rid of Putin. It's just been a disaster. Well, here is Joe Biden in Poland over the weekend. This was the huge story over the weekend that got completely side-railed because Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. But here is Joe Biden basically calling for regime change in Russia. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principles, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for your patience. This man cannot remain in power. That seems like a pretty radical statement to say that uh, the leader of Russia cannot remain in power as you're giving your big foreign policy speech, as you're giving your big Russia-Ukraine speech, to just slide that in there. This guy can't remain in power. That's different than saying this guy can't invade another country. That's different than saying this guy can't give weapons to other people. But to say he cannot run his own country, now I suppose we could have a discussion about that, and we all know how well regime change wars go, uh, but he kind of threw that in there. And, uh, and then people started freaking out because there was all sorts of questions. Was that a radical shift in policy? Are we 
actually for regime change in Russia? Well, here's a compilation of confusion for you. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. The White House trying to make clear in the aftermath, or making very clear in the aftermath, he was not, in fact, calling for regime change. And you're going to see when you're there, some of you have been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women, young people, standing stand in the middle of the front of a damn tank. White House officials are telling us that President Biden does not intend to send U.S. troops into Ukraine. If chemical weapons were used in Ukraine, would that trigger a military response from NATO? It would trigger a response in kind. The United States has no intention of using chemical weapons, period, under any circumstance. Okay. So you can see that the messaging here is all confusing. Now, I do want to say something as critical as I am of Biden and whoever's in charge and everything else. I don't think that any administration can just put all their cards on the table all the time. You can't always tell the bad guys what you're going to do before you do it. Right. You need an element of surprise. There was a certain orange man who used that to his advantage because people didn't know what he was going to do. Thus, the world was pretty safe for four years, but we're not allowed to talk about him anymore, whatever his name was. Uh, so anyway, you can see the sort of confusion here. He says this thing, this man cannot remain in power. That the, the implication is he cannot remain in power in Russia. That's where he has his power. But then they, they're walking it back and, you know, they're not really sure. No, he didn't really mean that. It was something more broadly about what he can do in Eastern Europe. Uh, but then Biden had a press conference over the weekend and then he walked back the walking back. Do you believe what you said that Putin can't remain in power? Or do you now regret saying that because your government has been trying to walk that back? Did your words complicate matters? Well, yes. Three different questions. I'll answer them all. Number one, I'm not walking anything back. Okay, so he's not walking it back when he said this man can't remain in power. His administration, though, is walking it back and the media is running cover. Uh, When he said that she asked three separate questions, he then forgot what the other questions were. We should have shown the whole thing. It was actually hilarious, like just perfect Biden. It's just perfect Biden. Uh, then we've got more from Biden in this press conference. It was, it was just an abject disaster. Because it's ridiculous. Nobody believes we're going to take down. I was, going to, I was talking about taking down Putin. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that. You said he cannot remain in power. So what do you mean by he cannot remain in power? Do you mean he can remain in power? When you say he cannot remain in power, nobody believes that. Do you think maybe there's someone, I don't know, in Russia? You think Putin has TV or the internet? And maybe he's going, ooh, Biden just said that, warm up the nukes. You you get this? This is just endless. He says things, they backtrack, they're confused, the media runs cover. Uh, But then, uh, of course, he did actually say that Putin shouldn't remain in power. So saying he cannot remain in power does not mean regime change. What does it mean? It means that I would hope, I just, it was expressing my outrage. He shouldn't remain in power. Just like, you know, bad people shouldn't continue to do bad things. But it doesn't mean we have a fundamental policy to do anything to take Putin down in any way. Oh, he shouldn't remain in power. We're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to say bad things and make him nervous and get him to warm up those nukes, as I just said. You see why this is all such muddled confusion? He was just, later he kept saying how he was just expressing his personal opinion. It wasn't, it wasn't a policy position. It wasn't the policy of the United States government that this man can't remain in power. It was just his own outrage. Man, can you imagine these, these poor schmucks who work for this guy, the, the damage control they have to do after all of this? Well, it's not just that. Now, one of the things that happens, as you guys know, is that the Democrats can basically get away with anything. 
they can pretty much get away with anything because the media runs cover for them. So if Trump had had any of these sort of gaffes, if Trump had said, I mean, really think about it for just a second. If Trump had said uh, that this man, Putin, cannot remain in power, the front page of every single newspaper would say that Donald Trump is leading us into World War III, that we are about to have nukes dropped on our major cities, uh, the world is gonna come to an end, et cetera, et cetera. But instead they basically, even though he muddles it and, and confuses it, and he says, I didn't say it, and then he repeats it, they kind of run cover for him. And nobody runs cover like a good anchor over at CNN. Here is Don Lamont. I'm going to say what we, my interpretation of this, as I said over the weekend, right after the president said it, being here in the region in Ukraine, the president is saying exactly what most of the world feels about Vladimir Putin. Now, he did not in that speech say that Vladimir Putin should be removed or we're going to take him out of power. He said this man should not remain in power. You see these ridiculous semantic games. Now, first off, Don Lemon pretends he's a journalist. He often says he's a journalist. And I want to be very clear. I often say it. I am not a journalist. I am a guy who sits in a room with a couple other people. And in the morning, I try to think about what I want to talk about. And I tell you the best uh, stuff I can tell you, right? I try to analyze things the best possible way, translate some of the nonsense, and then hopefully you, you listen and then you go about your daily life. Don Lemon pretends he's a journalist, would be, which would be an impartial arbiter of the truth and he would present it to you and walk away. But as he just said there, he's analyzing what the president said. So he's, the implication is, even though he said, this man cannot remain in power, he didn't really mean this man can't remain in power. He just sort of said that, but that's not the thing that he meant. And also when he, the implication also that, that no one would believe that, which is also what Biden said, no one would believe that I said the thing that I just said. They're gaslighting all of us at all times, but you're not gonna believe this. Another guy on CNN, this Jake Tapper, and he's, he's just a Democrat activist who, you know, he's, a, he's an anchor, but okay, so be it. He sort of almost kind of gets it the way he asked this question, maybe a little. Caitlin, President Biden suggested that no one could have interpreted his remarks as calling for regime change. Uh, of course, Jake, many people raised that question of whether or not that is what he was advocating for at the end of the speech. But today he says he is not walking back his statement that President Putin cannot remain in power. But Jake, he also says he is not stating a new policy from the United States government. As you can see, I've put on my news anchor glasses so that I can analyze that clip properly. Now, uh, you got the Don Lemon over there saying, no, no, that's not what he said. Nobody believes that's what he said. Then Jake Tapper actually asked, a somewhat proper question. Maybe it's because of the glasses, which is, hey, maybe some people kind of took it the wrong way. You, get, you see what's going on here? We got, we got a problem. But the endless chaos absolutely continues over the last couple of days. Like it's seriously, this is bananas level stuff. Did you ever see the Woody Allen movie, Bananas? We're entering into the bananas level of all of this. Uh, and even Obama era people, uh, Leon Panetta, who was the defense secretary under Barack Obama, uh, he even thinks that Joe Biden is causing some confusion and that might be a bit of a problem. At this point in the game, you've really got to keep your messages very simple and very direct. And I think this created some confusion uh, that wasn't helpful. Yes, I mean, President Macron has said as much. This has created, I think, more than confusion in terms of the tension that it has for people trying to negotiate with Putin. You know shit's bad when CNN is starting to make a little bit of sense and they're bringing on people 
to actually say something honest because they want, by default position, they want to run cover. That is the, the nature of the network. So when they're actually asking the right questions, Jake Tapper, you ask the right question. Uh, when they are actually bringing on a former defense secretary from Obama, who Joe Biden may not remember it, but Joe Biden was his number two guy. He was the VP. And he's saying this is causing confusion. Then there's a real problem in the country. Well, if you think all of this nonsense wasn't crazy enough, Joe Biden then went and talked to our 82nd Airborne, talked to some troops, and he told them that they're going to Ukraine. And you're gonna see when you're there, sometimes you've been there, you're gonna see, you're gonna see women, young people standing, standing in the middle of front of a damn tank, just saying, I'm not leaving. I'm holding my ground. They're incredible. He's literally telling our troops, those are our troops, right? He's the commander in chief. Those are our troops that are sitting in front of him. He's telling them what they're gonna see in Ukraine. But we're constantly told, they're not going to Ukraine. We're not doing anything. What do you think? We're nuts. We want World War III. He's telling them what they're about to see in Ukraine. I don't know how he could do this. This is rather remarkable. Uh, then he got into it with Fox News's Peter Ducey, who is a, a true journalist. That we, again, we really have. We tried to get him on the show. I think we keep, we keep yeah, we got to try. We've got to get this guy on the show. Uh, I don't know that he does interviews, but he's he's just doing a bang up job of holding this administration to something like there's one guy trying to do it. Uh, and here he is going after Biden and Biden once again saying he didn't say the thing that he said. And we all heard him say, it. are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back? What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia, and we know... None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred? None of the three. Mr. President? You, you, you interpret the language that way. I was talking to the troops. We were talking about helping train the troops in that are the, the Ukrainian troops that are in Poland. That's what the context. I sat there with those guys for a couple hours. That's what we talked about. So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending to I was see referring to with, meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops that were in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind. It will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You've got to be silly. The world wants to know? The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. Okay, so he did, and I try to give him credit when he's roughly coherent and everything else. At the end there, it's, he said what I just said earlier, which is that you don't just tell the enemy what you're going to do. When you're in war, you don't just, like, just put it all out there. Guys, if you do this, then we do this. If this happens, then this happens. If this, then this. You don't do that. So I, I will give him some room to work there. Now, the problem here is that he partly, not only does he just muddle through all of these things and then say these things and then his people have to apologize and the media runs cover, but he also kind of doesn't know what he's saying. So Peter Ducey asked the right question there, especially about the troops. He said to our troops, troops, what you are going to see when you are there. 
Now he's backtracking and saying, oh no, what I meant was I was talking to our US troops who will be training Ukrainian troops in Poland or something like that. And it's like, I don't know, maybe that actually is what he meant. Maybe he doesn't even know exactly what he said. Who the hell knows? The point is that to, to believe any of this at this point is, is tough, let's say, at best. It is tough. And uh, if, if I haven't laid out a case for you, now we're going to really slam the door on this freaking thing. Because let's talk about sanctions again. You may remember at the beginning of this whole war, this slow motion war that's going on, where, remember, for weeks at first, they kept saying, Putin's going to do it. He's on his way. Some stuff's going to happen. We'll see what we're going to do. And, you know, how can we figure out how to deter him? And it's a whole big thing, right? We're going to see what we can do and sanctions and deterrence and blah, blah, blah. Here's a spectacular compilation of the confusion over what sanctions do and why we would drop sanctions on Russia. And you tell me, I don't want to color your opinion on this. You tell me if the messaging from this administration makes any sense. Sanctions never deter. You keep talking about that. Purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. We want them to have a deterrent effect. The sanctions are designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression. As well as our efforts to uh, both try to deter Russia uh, through sanctions. If you pull the trigger on that deterrent, well, then it doesn't exist anymore as a deterrent. Joe, those are all people who work for you. Are they all liars or idiots? Sanctions never deter. What would be the purpose of sanctions then? When you, when you do sanctions, financial or in terms of trade or whatever it might be, the idea of sanctions is it's a non-violently combative way of getting another country to do what you want. So you're deterring them. You're trying to change their course of action. That is the essence of deterrence. Deterrence is also, hey, I've got a big ass bomb and if you do some shit I don't like, I'm gonna drop that bomb on you. That's a type of deterrence. That's why for four years we had peace under Orange Man because people didn't know what he was gonna do. Now we get this crazy messaging. Like this is really crazy messaging. I know today's show has not been the funnest show I've ever done. It's certainly not the funniest. But like this is bananas stuff. You have the president saying, that, that sanctions don't deter. And then you have his entire administration saying the absolute reverse. So are they in dereliction of duty and they don't listen to him? Or does he not know what he's saying? Or did he go off script there? Or what is going on here? But the good people of America, sure, they don't know what gender they are. Sure, they're told that being not racist is now being racist and all that stuff but something seems to be seeping through because the polling for this elderly man is really not going well. And they even had to cover it on NBC with Chuck Todd this past weekend. By a fairly large 71 to 28% margin, Americans say they do not have a lot of confidence in President Biden's ability to respond to this war. 57% say we are already at war with Russia or will be within a year, a very pessimistic view. 34% disagree. What's more, 68% would prefer Mr. Biden make the economy his top priority, compared with just 29% who want him to focus on ending this war. Overall, President Biden's job approval stands at just 40%, with 55% disapproving. This is his worst showing yet in our poll since he became president. 
You know it's bad when corporate media, mainstream media, funded by Pfizer Media, brought to you by the drug companies media, when they are going, man, this polling looks pretty crappy. We are in a lot of trouble here. Let me just say this about the war in general and whether we're at war or not. I mean, we're in a proxy war. We are in a proxy war. There's been no debate about this proxy war in Congress, although Congress wants to, you know, Mitch McConnell, I want to, you know, we're going to get, we've got to arm them and $14.8 billion. We don't have any money for our own stuff. Um, but I was thinking, would it be a crazy thought to think that perhaps, guys, uh, we have our own problems here in this country, that maybe we have problems related to supply chain and inflation and gas prices and health care and foreign policy, obviously, but that we've got a whole bunch of stuff that's a problem here. Our education system is in complete collapse. We're watching institutional collapse across the board in all of our trusted institutions. Uh, perhaps uh, we need to focus on that kind of stuff. We've got hundreds of thousands of people pouring through the uh, southern border. Perhaps we should be thinking about what we could do there. Does that make me a Putin puppet? Does that make me a Russian apologist? Uh, or does it make me a decent American who actually thinks that this government is completely inept and should have very little to do with our lives? And if it should have very little to do with our lives, it probably shouldn't have that much to do with Ukrainians' lives or Russians' lives. Uh, that's not to dismiss people being killed and displaced. And it's, and it's deeply troubling and disturbing. And I look forward to all of the good Democrats welcoming Ukrainian refugees, some of them Nazis, into their homes you know, because that's what good people would do. Um, so I don't think that anything that I've said here is unreasonable. As I always say, it would be nice if the president of the United States was capable. It would be nice. It would feel great, actually. You know, every time I show you guys one of those DeSantis videos, it's like, man, here's a guy in charge. You know what he thinks? He's basically doing what he says he's going to do. And there's a vision there. And he's fighting. He's fighting to keep people free. What is it that Joe Biden and this administration are fighting for? I have literally no idea other than to just keep the charade going, right? There's no business like show business. That's where, that's where we're at at this point. And the polling is just, it's just an absolute disaster. So that's the silver lining, right? I always try to get you the silver lining. The silver lining is this administration's in free fall. The, the woman who is second in command, Kamala Harris, nobody, nobody thinks she's even remotely competent. So perhaps enough of us will vote these people out when, it, when the time has come. Perhaps enough people, especially in the midterms, um, will say, hey, we got to get rid of the Democrats and the Republicans ain't great, but they aren't all completely insane. That would be enough. It's not my words here that are crazy. It's their actions. That, that really is it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's jump to uh, some comments from the locals community. Amy says, maybe Joe thought he was looking in a mirror when he said, this man cannot remain in power. Yes, wouldn't that make more, like maybe that's him blurting out something true. You know, one of the things that happens when you start having these cognitive issues, dementia, Alzheimer's, et cetera, et cetera, and I have not diagnosed him, I don't have any information that you don't have, but I, I do have an ability to watch people over time and something ain't right there. But one of the things that happens is people that develop these cognitive disorders as they get older, they start blurting out the truth because the censor part breaks down. That's why every now and again, he does his weird whisper thing because that's another thing that happens. You start dysregulating, your emotions don't feel quite right, or you outburst and yell at somebody. Uh, so I think it's quite possible that he was talking about himself. This man, and also remember this, 
We are a year and a half into this freaking thing. We got two and a half more years of this embarrassing travesty. Like, can this hold? Can this hold? I don't know. Doesn't seem like it can. Uh, JJ says, Joe, blink twice if you're being held prisoner. I saw it. He blinked. Yeah, it's like, really think about it. So he gives these press conferences, right? And he's tired and muddled. And, you know, he walks now like Mr. Burns. And I'm not making fun of old people. I love old people. I've always loved old people. When I was 12 years old and I saw the Golden Girls for the first time, I thought it was the funniest show in the history of television. And I still watch it every Sunday on Hulu, okay? Still, I, I just generally, I love the movie Cocoon, okay? Uh, I love old people. I loved my grandparents. I like, I like generally being around old people. I do find you can get wisdom from them and, and humor and all the stuff, right? So this is not mocking him for his age, but at the end of these press conferences, at the end of these speeches, just imagine what's going on the second they step behind the curtain and the shitstorm of lunacy that everyone has to deal with. He said this, 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 and this. We've already said that, this, the other thing. That's completely conflicting with that. Now we've got to get our, our team out there to spread the word amongst the mainstream media that nothing he says makes any sense or nothing he says is actually what he means and we have to do the reverse. And whew, thank God we have some people at CNN who will still run cover for us and everything else. Like it's just the... Look behind the curtain, guys. Look behind. You don't even have to see what's behind the curtain. You just have to know that there's a curtain there. Sherry says, why don't you say Trump's name instead of Orange Man? Risk of YouTube cancellation. It just seems kind of funny to me, actually. Sometimes I say it, but I do like saying Orange Man because it's like they, they unpersoned him. They, they canceled the most powerful person in the world. Big tech managed to cancel Donald Trump. They did it right in front of our eyes. Uh, you know, in essence, they're canceling Russia right now, right? They're canceling, you know, you can't buy Russian vodka in all of these stories. It can't be imported. And they took the Russian national team off the NHL hockey game on PlayStation. I mean, who are you punishing? Who are you? Are you punishing Putin? Or are you punishing vodka importers and exporters? And are you punishing hockey players that happen to be Russian who you know nothing of their politics? Uh, so I always say orange man, because it's like we should remember we should remember that guy. It was it was better than that. Um, so I will mix up Orange Man and Trump. I think people know who I'm talking about, but it's more it's a sort of subtle reference to we let them erase this guy, and it's just obvious. It, it, you don't have to be a, a Trump supporter. You don't have to be a Trump supporter. You don't have to want Trump to run again. You don't have to like anything about Trump. You really don't. But I think most sane people. This would be a good test. Why don't we run a little test here? For everyone watching this, everyone watching this has a friend or a family member that has or had Trump derangement syndrome or just despised the guy or really believed in Joe Biden, you know, the whole thing, whatever it is. Why don't everybody, everyone watching this, let's do a test, throw it in the comments. Uh, the, if you really want me to see it, go to rubenreport.locals.com. That's where I can actually really read the comments, but throw the comments wherever you are. We'll, we'll have our guys take a look. Go to one of your friends with Trump derangement syndrome. Go to one of your friends who voted for Joe Biden and say, do you think that things would be this bad under Donald Trump? Do you think this war that we're not at would be happening? Do you think gas prices would be like this? Do you think inflation would be like that? Do you think that the Afghanistan thing would have been as big a disaster? Do you think the border thing would have been as big of a disaster? Just go through a couple of things. Most likely they're gonna yell at you. They're gonna call you racist and you're a mean, bad, bad person for asking questions and saying things that are true. But I, I believe in you guys. 
I believe you can do it. I believe you can ask your friends a question and uh, see what they say about all that. Uh, I've enjoyed today's show. I think it was solid. I think uh, we wrapped it up nicely. Guys, I want to remind you, you can order Don't Burn This Country at DaveRubin.com slash book, and you will get your book on April 12th on launch day. And I promise you, it's good and thoughtful, and you're going to enjoy it. And if you go to DaveRubin.com slash events, you can join me on tour. I'm getting out there, people, back into America. I'm going to see people. The VIP tickets are, are selling out almost at every venue already. We're going to try to add some more. Uh, I think West Palm is totally sold out on those already. Uh, but you can jump in there, see what you can get still, and it's going to be fun. Different show every night, different guest every night. I'll do different things. I'm going to give away T-shirts, maybe more. Who knows? Maybe I'll give away. Who wants my chapstick? You want this chapstick? It's possible, okay? No, you can't have the chapstick. No? Sorry, you can't have the chapstick. I've been told you can't. I don't know why. Why can't they have the chapstick? People, it, it's, it's been on. Oh, COVID. COVID. Sorry, you can't have the chapstick. Well, I will bring a new chapstick to the show and give it to someone out there. Guys, part one of my interview with the original, the one and only Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, is up right now on YouTube and on Rumble. And, uh, oh, and it's the first interview that we've done here in my house in person. So if you want to see, we did it in my living room and we, it's, we shot it really nicely. Good work by my guys here. Um, and we're going to do some more things like that where we'll shoot things either in my house or on location. You know, I do miss the in-person interview, so it was really fun to, to sit down with Jordan. And the guy is just a freaking ball of crazy, 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 politically incorrect energy. Um, and uh, we've got some other tricks coming up our sleeve, but I'm not going to tease too much right now. And on that note, I think it's time for a cold close to the show. And uh, whether you saw it at the top or whether you're just jumped in in the middle of the show, I think you're going to dig this one. Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen. I learned a lot. And I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area, and I was one of the guards, and there were not, it was a three meter board. And you fell off sideways, you landed on the damn, uh, the darn cement over there. <laughs> and Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did, yeah, he, and back in those days, you show how things have changed. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Daddy, I'm scared. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.